Hey everyone, Justin here with Hunt Link by Serviceside. Um, on today's episode here, we have a super special guest. Uh, we are joined by my co-host, uh, Grant Fisher. Um, normally this time of year, y'all recognize Grant. Um, he pops out the woodwork here to do a little turkey hunting, talk a little turkey hunting, and uh, we have all types of guests on um, talking turkey. Um, but Grant um, is joined with us by Gavin Bryan, uh, who is the um, uh, calling champion uh, from this year's NWTF show. Uh, so super excited to talk about this past weekend and uh, what's kind of going on with you. So Gavin, real quick, tell us a little bit about yourself here um, and uh, how you got started out into uh, turkey hunting or really hunting in general. Um, I really don't remember, but I know I went to my first calling contest when I was three, and I killed my first turkey when I was five. Oh, wow. And ever since, ever, ever since then, when I killed my first turkey, I've, I've loved turkey hunting, because, because that first, that first, first day when I killed, killed him. He was he came in strutting strutting across a big old field. He had de decoys out, and I was shooting my little Mossberg 410. I, I I had um I shot and got I got got him. I ran out there as fast as I could <laughs> and I grabbed him. And then when I was six, I killed my first deer. It was a doe and. She decided to walk walk out. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, I tell you what, you definitely got started young, and um, I mean the the passion definitely shows. Um, you know, I was on social media this weekend, and I was seeing all the posts from um, from the Turkey Federation and and everyone that was at the uh, convention, and it was really awesome to see you take this win home, uh, much deserved, and, and just I love seeing it at a young age. Uh, which we're gonna jump into some of those questions later. Um, but let's talk about, let's talk about this weekend. So, you know, for those that don't know what, what kind of, can you tell us a little bit about like, what was this weekend, um, and where you were at? Um, this, this weekend was, it's kind of, this weekend's kind, kind of like, it's, it's kind of like the Super Bowl for fo football, but the Super Bowl for turkey, for call, turkey, turkey calling and it's a, it's fun it's big it's big it's really big lots of people come and it, it's in nashville tennessee where the Op opry land is it's right over there and it's over that that way and there's lots of convention centers over there there's many different booths Turkey, turkey, turkey calling ones, hunting ones, all, all, all of them. So talking about the contest. Yeah. Oh. oh, okay. So me, me and my dad, we were practicing up to like one o'clock for the for the contest. <laughs> Both contests, we didn't go go to bed till like two o'clock on Thursday. On Thursday morning. Was my dad's pre pre prelims for friction, and if you made the cut for that, then you got to call Saturday into 
in the na- nationals. Um, but Friday, um, yeah, Friday was team calling. I, um, me and my dad were team calling. Dad, my dad was team teamed up with um this boy named Drew 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 Flake. They were, they were team calling. I was teamed up with my good buddy Hunter Young. We were, we were teamed up and we beat them by eight points. And we we placed eighth place. Me and Hunter, I think. And we were eight points away from placing third. And then that after that afternoon, we had um I had pol- the Polk's division. So I went up there. I called. I called the best I could. Um, I knew I I knew I slipped once, and I was on my tree tree helps because we had tree helps cutting plenty up and close compare. I knew I slept on my tree, tree up, so it wasn't bad. It was pretty good. It it wasn't a bad, bad slip. It it was, um wasn't one that they they would note notice a whole whole lot. So I came off the stage feel, feel feeling good, nice. and then when they went to go call call the names for the people that placed top five, I was the last last one called that last one they called. Because the dude called when them out knew I had already won, and he called a call called me last. When my um, because the first first four people that he called, I was starting to get ner- nervous. I didn't think I was gonna get called <laughs> up there. But then he called called my name, and then we went went on down 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 on fifth place, fourth place, third place, and finally we made it to second and first place. And it, it was me and another boy, and I knew I, I knew I knew we both both wanted first, but anyway, he still he got he got second, and then I won. Damn, but I, I bet you. I was uh... I was so shocked. <laughs> I was gonna say I was I was like they really they really built it up there, didn't they? For su- suspense. Yes, sir. They did, and <laughs> I I just can't describe how 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 I felt. I don't know. <laughs> how I feel having all your family there watching and everybody else uh, supporting you. Uh, it felt it felt really good. I was just so happy because I've been working for it for so long. Yeah, that there was my last year in Polts. Next year I move up to juniors. I call with the big, bigger kids. Um, Bo Bartabol. His name is Bo Ethan. All, all, all of them are good callers. Really good callers. <laughs> Bo, Bo won juniors. So, yeah, I got to move up jun- juniors next year. Well, and then I- talk about your history in the Colts and how many years you've been calling at Grand Nationals and how it feels getting on that stage. Uh. Um, I've been calling for on Grand Nationals for about five five years, and the first year, the very first year I called, I didn't place. But I was like four, four or five. I did. I did not place. And when I got 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 off stage and they didn't call call me up, I started crying. I don't remember it. This is my dad talking. Um, I started crying, and he said that lit a fire, and he to start going, 
going back. So I kept on with it until I, I, I kept on calling five years. Um, when I was five, six, seven, eight, and I placed, I placed um, fifth place when I was eight, eight, eight years old, and then when I was nine, I placed set second, and the girl that beat 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 me that got first beat me by only three three points. Um, so, so then this year, twenty twenty three, I won it. And that, just being up on stage, feel when you get called called up there onto the stage, when you when you know you play top five after after they called you up on stage, you just feel immediately good. But then when they keep, but when they keep calling their names for fifth and you didn't place fifth, but you're still up there, that means you beat the fifth person. Then they did. They didn't call your name for fourth, third, or second. Then you know you know you won. So it it just feels 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 really good. So I love hearing you say your your dad definitely pushed you after that that competition. There, do you uh, are you? I mean, now that it's kind of through it, are you pretty happy that he that he kind of pushed you along and uh, and you kept on sticking with it? Because I mean, that's I'm sure it was a you know, like you you mentioned, it's a super great feeling, you know, taking home that championship win, and I mean that's a that's a great lesson to anyone. You know, you you said you didn't place, and then now you're the champion. I mean that's, I mean it doesn't get better than that. Yes, yeah, sir. He there there was lot lots of nights we were practicing in our living room that I got mad. But I'm glad. I'm glad my dad said what what, what he said because I kept on work, work work working to fix that thing, and then one problem led to the next. But then the guy got it all figured out. Like last last year at Grand Grand Nationals, we went got go get me a fur pot, and it came with this little white box, and it didn't sound 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 good when I was purring with it. But I used that white box and I took my pocket knife out and cut me a circle with it. Circle in the middle of it and then laid me down like a cloth material inside side of it. And then I started clucking and burning on that. That thing sounded amazing. So that's what I've been using for the past year is for the cluck, cluck and purr. I use a map being size box to um, yelp on, cut on, fly down on. So. So, what would you say, Gavin's your favorite part of of doing the calling competition? Um, probably me, 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 and new friends. Cause I actually met a new a new new friend. He started he started out call, calling three weekends ago. It was his first contest, I think, and he won the open division. Oh, wow. No, 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 no. He placed second in open division. And then we had a contest the next weekend after that, and he won opening that one. And then he he won the intermediate at Grand National. So me 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 and him have have become real good friends, real good friends. And I and I'm really good friends with Hunter Young. I just with call turkey calling. I've made so so many new and good and good friends.
And talking about the people you get, there's a lot of people in the tree calling world that look up to you as a caller. What does it mean to having people look up to you as a caller and try to learn from what you do? I don't know. Hey, no, no problem at all. I mean, that's that's something that maybe a question will come back to down the road. Because um, I tell you what, Gavin, we definitely are going to have you on again um, as you kind of grow in your experience here. So we'll revisit that that one down the road, and uh, and then we'll maybe we'll have a good answer for it. But um, I had a question here for you. So. What are you doing this year? We got turkey season rolling in here in Florida, and um, I heard through Grant here that you were possibly coming down here to Florida this year. What's uh, kind of give us the details on that? Um, I'm actually coming down to Florida this week and coming up this oh. Friday for youth youth season. Um, Mr. Mike T- T- Tussy um invited me down. Awesome. Well, I'll tell you what, I was actually in the woods this weekend doing a little scouting myself. Um, and I'm in Florida. I'm in, uh, uh, you could call it probably like southwestern Florida. And um, they were calling. So <laughs> get excited because now's the, the best time of year to get here because they're actually, you know, they've been calling for like a week or so, at least in my area. You know, I'm not sure how the northern part of Florida is, but great time to come down here. They're fired up. You know, you kind of get the full experience because down here in Florida, they learn to, they learn to zip it real quick uh, once they hear a few shotguns go off. So you couldn't be coming down at a, a more memorable time, and we'll definitely have to chat some more about that after you get down here. And then real quick, I was going to get a couple more uh, calling contest questions in. Um, just tell a little bit about some of the other contests you've won. I know you won the Worlds last summer and some local contests, and then you even called in the Friction Division against some of the older men to talk about how you did with that. Um, when I went up, the, um, I can't remember how old I was, but I think I was a little bit younger, probably seven or eight. Um, we went to the contest in Georgia, rat, Rattlesnake Roundup, and – I won junior division, I'm pretty sure. Junior or intermediates. And I won it, and the dude, dude said whoever won that got called in the open division. But when I but when I was yet that young, I I I called in the open division, but I placed dead 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 last. But that was when I was but that was when when I, when I was young younger. But then a couple weekends ago, I called in friction. Um, against my dad, 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 and all the big, big, bigger callers, and I, um, I play second. I play second. I beat, beat, beat my dad. My dad and dad was third place. It, uh, that was my first time ever beating my dad. That that felt amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I bet um, I'm sure. <laughs> I got to beat a really good caller. Yeah. And a few, a few more callers that even placed at Grand Nationals made the cut for the top twelve and all that. I beat beat them. Then the next week, and I placed fourth in frick friction. Um, I didn't beat my dad, but I was I wasn't I was close to beating them. It was close. <laughs> and then that same same week, and I called in the open division, and I was 
out. And we're giving tro- trophies out to the top five. I play six. And, and the dude in front of me only beat me like a point, point, point and a half, something like that. Dang. I'm sure your dad was pretty happy there. I know if, if my son definitely beat me, I'd be, uh, it's one of those bittersweet things. Nobody wants to lose, but if I'm going to lose, I want it to be to my boy for sure. Yeah. And then I'm sure you saw the video the NWTF took of you holding your trophy up. And I know it's on TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And it's got over 120,000 views on Instagram. What's that mean for that many people to be watching you on the stage? I don't know. Feels good. I didn't, I honestly didn't know that many people knew you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, you're, uh, you're viral right now. I was, that's why I told Grant, Grant's like, hey, let's get him on the podcast. I'm like, you know him? He's like, yeah, I know him. I was like, all right, he, you know, we'll get him on here and, and talk about it. You know, I was watching it this weekend and when he, when he said it, I was like, oh man, that'd be awesome to hear firsthand how, how great it was to, to win this weekend. Um, but yeah, you're viral. You're you're out there for sure. I mean, that's that's what turkey hunting's all about, and that's something I'm sure you'll experience more as you get older. That you know those moments in life, like that's that's what it's all about, right there. I mean, killing turkeys great, winning's great, all that other stuff's great, but th- those moments right there are you know why ninety nine percent of us do what we do. You know. Yes, sir. And then I know. The day after you won, you walked around with your trophy and met a lot of new people and mm-hmm. made a lot. Talk about that and how it met you walk around the exhibit hall with your trophy and name some of the new friends you made. Um, Mr. Mike Dussie. Um, Mr. Jace, Jason Hart. The owner of Mazio. Um... Can't, um, can't, can't remember the uh, other names. So many people you probably can't even count, huh? <laughs> Did you get to meet Rut Daniels when you were there? Who? <laughs> He's uh, kind of like a funny, funny mossy oak character. Um, that was the guy was catching deers, guy. Catching deers didn't go didn't go twenty. <laughs> I think I did, but I don't remember it. <laughs> That's funny. So, <clears throat> what would you say to to someone that that wants to get into calling that's your age here? What would you what kind of advice could you give them um, to maybe help them get started? I know you said you made a friend that had just recently started. Um, did he kind of ask for any advice from you since you're you know getting a little more seasoned and and are this year's champion? Um, no, 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 sir, mom. That 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 friend. I think he's twenty. Twenty. He's a dot. Dive, 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 diaphragm caller, and he calls really well. But anyway, yeah, um, some advice for some people. I'd say try your best, never give up, and if you don't think the call that you're trying to um, make out don't sound good, if you don't think it sounds good, go on YouTube. Look, just look, look up real turkeys. Real turkeys clucking, purring, cutting, fly down, yelping, excited yelp, similes, all, all, all that. Um, and and if you're like like me, you didn't you didn't know what a gob, gobbler yelp, yelp was. Looked it up on YouTube. You can find out what it is. 
and yeah, that's that's all my advice. Well, the internet's definitely got some great resources there, and and it's crazy that that it's at the touch of your fingers. I know I'm, in me and Grant's time, you used to have to ride your bike to the library and <laughs> and read it out of a book or a magazine. So um, it's definitely a little bit easier to see. And I mean, I don't even know what a what that Yelp is. So you you've got one up on me. I'm definitely gonna have to look it up. But what about as far as like where you want to go from now? I mean, you're the you're the champion here. Are you gonna continue doing competitions? I know you said you got juniors next. Are you gonna keep pushing for that? Do you kind of have any goals to hunt turkey in other states? I know you've you finished a couple grand slams if if I heard correctly, right? Um, I finished one when I was seven, I think. Um, I, I finished a grand slam when I was seven. My my first grand slam. I'm go going back and try to get 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 one again this year because I, I think I have a, a pretty good chance of trying to get 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 another one. Um, some states and I want to go kill some turkeys and I want to go kill the turkey in te- Texas, Tennessee, Mississippi, um, Illinois, Idaho. Um, Utah, pretty much everywhere. <laughs> nice, nice. Is there one particular species that you've kind of, you know, migrated to, or do you like them all? Um, I like them all, but my favorite would have to be the Mir- Mir- Miriams because of the white tips on the fans. It's it's pretty. Yeah, they're definitely great to look at. I've uh. I've definitely been a, a lord to them myself of late and definitely want to uh, work my way over there. But it's just something about these Florida birds. I don't know. They I like Easterns and stuff too, but I don't know. I just, uh, I'm stuck in these swamps. Once you get out here in these swamp areas and, and hunt them and they're so challenging and, you yeah. know, it's it's definitely a humbling experience for sure. <laughs> you want to uh, talk a little bit about where you hunted last spring and all the states you were able to go uh, and stuff? Um... Last 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 spring, we went to Kansas, Nebraska, North and South Dakota. Um, I killed a bird in South Carolina. Um, we went to Kentucky. Um, where was our state? Can't remember the other state, but I killed. I killed in South Dakota, Nebraska, and Kansas. I did. I did not kill in North Dakota or Kentucky, but that in Kansas, it was one. This morning, it was cold, and we had, we, we were looking at four jakes. They flew down the road, walked to the field. I asked my dad if I could shoot, and he never gave gave me the yes or no sign. So I stuck the gun up and I shot. And this was all on Easter morning. I shot. I killed him. Um. So <laughs> that was fun. That was not that morning. But tur- turkeys were kind of kind of rough, rough, rough last spring. You could you couldn't get them. You you weren't seeing any seeing as many. So and all all this was on Easter day. Then then I went and hunted. Easter afternoon, and I killed me a gobbler. 
we um we we had like five hens come come to us earlier, and they stayed. We seen them. They stayed like twenty yards. We were sitting in a cedar bush. Like we could not move. Um, my head was itching, so I had so I had to reach up very slowly and quietly to it um scratch my head, and then we heard it go- gobble. It was, I don't know how far it was. Um, I'm 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 pretty sure it was like. 200, 250, 300 something. It was, it was a long, long, long way off. But about an hour late, late later, he got, he kept on getting closer and closer. And then my dad finally seen him in a creek bottom. He started walking up with, with another gobbler. They came like 25, 20, 25 yards in front, in front of us. I couldn't shoot because they were directly in front of us. I was set up to shoot one spot. And finally came to that one spot and I shot. Um, <laughs> that was a good, good, good hunt. I think. And it, it was all on Easter. Um, one morning we in Nebraska, we hunted. We were hunting on public land. We, my dad thought there was a gobbler out there in the field. But it winded up being a super Jake, super duper Jake. <laughs> um, he came 20 yards. I shot. He, yeah, um, we got him. He, he was about to run, run, run off. Then I killed him in South Dakota. Then, there, there again, my dad thought it was a gobbler, got the gobbler, but it was a Jake. Um, but South South Dakota one, it it was windy up top, so we got in this little ravine thing, and we heard some turkey turkey. So we sat down, and I was propped up on a log. I I was sit, sit, standing on my knees, and I, we 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 heard the turkeys coming in. My 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 knees were starting to hurt, so I so I had to sit down, and then we seen the gob gobbler. And I should have stayed up on my knees, but I didn't. I sat down, and I couldn't shoot the gobbler. But if I was on my knees, I could have shot him. But I wasn't able to shoot the go- go- gobbler. Then a redhead popped up over a hill. My dad said, shoot. He, he said, it's the gobbler. But it winded up being, being a dog on the So after I shot, we tried to find other ones. Couldn't find them. So... And kill, 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 killed one them them three states. And then I killed, I killed in um South South, South Carolina. I I killed I killed this bird my four ten, my little moss bear four ten. I killed I, what what I killed my first turkey with. We went in the creek creek bottom on on our land, and the turkey was rushing this field edge, and we we heard him gobble, so we kept on calling to him. He, he started walk, walking to us, and finally we seen him. He was coming down in the creek, creek bottom with us, and he was at 37 yards or 40, 37, 40 yards away. And we were trying to get him a little closer because I was shooting a 410. Um, my dad didn't think the 410 could reach out there and touch, touch him. So, but anyway, I shot 
because that turkey wasn't good, no closure because he didn't see, see no him. I shot, and I, it was a good, good shot, and I killed him. And we walked up to him, that the gobbler didn't have no spurs at all, no spurs. But I will say this, he had three, three, three beards. So, oh, <laughs> I mean, I'll take that. He can, he can have the spurs. I, I killed a bird one time that didn't have any spurs, and uh, it looked like his and I got knocked off or something. He had a part of his foot chewed on too, but um, yeah, he didn't have three beards. <laughs> so I'll, that's, uh, I'll take, I'd take that any day. Yeah, I know it's off the track from turkeys a little bit, but you talked about Kansas. Tell the story on your own deer hunt this past year in Kansas and how that went. Oh yeah, for oh. sure. <laughs> so we went to Kansas. We um we were were hunt we we went we went hunt hunting. This was the first afternoon. That 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 morning we went duck duck hunting at, at a lake nearby. Um I shot near a duck, a duck. Never killed any more ducks, only shot um snow goose, but I killed me a shovel shoveler. But that morning when we were walk, walking to the um spot to go duck hunting almost seen a shooting star so i made a wish to kill kill a big kansas buck that afternoon so after we were doing duck hunting we packed up and went to go deer hunting and we went we put out the barns came back that afternoon and our our ground blind was up on top of a um big old um and the corn pile was down, like that way down, in like a little creek creek area. Um. So we 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 were sitting there out. We were eat, eating jaw Jolly Ranchers, and then all of a sudden, my dad seen white horns coming out from the corner. So we were trying to get this hunt on can't camera. But we ended up not not doing that because because when we did the camera made this noise and then the buck heard it. So mm-hmm. instead of coming to the twenty yard twenty yard line where the corn corn was, he went to fifty yard line. And I was shooting my cross crossbow too. We uh, I he went to the arm thing, the fifty yard mark, and. I told my dad, can I shoot? Can I shoot? He said yes, because we, that's the maximum range we sighted that girl across the room, 50 yards. He went there. I shot. And as soon as I shot, I was, I was aiming for the lungs. As soon as I, as soon as I shot, the deer walked on, took a step forward. Then he heard the crossbow, he heard the crossbow go off, so he launched forward. And when he did that, that arrow went straight into the middle of his um back 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 cams. And the only way we killed I killed that buck was because it clipped it clipped clipped guts. And that was a hundred twenty eight inch deer. We tracked him for we tracked him for like I don't know, eight hundred yards maybe. We, we tracked him everywhere. We tracked him everywhere, and Man. then we were he, he ran it ran out in the open of a big old grass field, and he did. He ran out there, 
and he died on like a big old hill. And but we were on the hill right next to him, and looking looking around, see if we could see anything. It's like see any buzzards or anything. And then my dad turned around and see see seen him, so he told me to turn around, look over there, and I seen his horns. Ooh. <laughs> Seeing them horns, I, I don't know. And you, you could see, you could see that the arrow sticking out the back, back, back of his um hand. And we both said, "Well, I think that's my deer." <laughs> no other deer has an arrow in the back of his leg. So we walked over over there, big buck. He he was stiff. He'd been dead dead for a little while. We um. And we let we let let him die tonight. So and then two two afternoons late late later shot me a big old Kansas do. Perfect perfect double long 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 shot. Bled really good, but she ran like a hundred yards, and she was like one hundred and sixty pounds, big though. And my dad, my dad had to pull her out. We didn't. We we weren't able to use use our deer deer cart because right next to her was a big old hill, and we couldn't get the deer cart up it. So he had to drag drag deer up the hill all the way to the dirt dirt road, and had to put put it in the back of the truck. <laughs> oh man, you! I'm. Uh, I tell you what, I'm sure uh, you're gonna owe him a few times for that one. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a lot right there. That's uh it, the perks of being a father. <laughs> um, and all the places you traveled or turkeys you killed in South Carolina, you got a turkey that maybe one of your most favorites or a few that stand out. Um, I do. There, um, this this was in Can Kansas, my first bird in Kansas, biggest turkey I've ever killed. He uh. We we were sitting down. We had a decoy out, and we were in this little um choo choo pot, just a small 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 one. And there there was hills up, up around it, and it was big big fields. And there and them big fields led into a small small field. We had a de- decoy set, set 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 up in there. About every twenty thirty minutes, we um called. And we kept her hearing a, gob- a gobble, and finally we seen him. He was with two other jakes. He strut, strutted around that de- decoy, and he started he started fight, fighting the decoy. <laughs> and he started fighting it, and then he finally, finally, finally got a little ways away from the jakes, because the jakes jake started move, moving on, and he was about to. But he was still looking around that decoy, and he popped his head because he was in full strut. Then he popped his head up, and I shot. Oh, got him. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all, uh, um, uh, I um, poke, uh, put a hole in the decoy too. On that. <laughs> oh, it wasn't man. my fault. <laughs> well, you know, we we've all been there a time or two, especially with duck hunting. So. <laughs> You uh you had a pretty good deer season in South Carolina too this well. Probably one of your best ones. You wanna talk about some of the stuff you got here this year? Oh, I'm sure. South 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 Carolina. My first buck this um not my first buck I ever killed, but my first buck this season I shot. 
and it was the biggest buck I've ever killed. That was a nine pointer, oh, and wow. I was shooting a three three fifty legend, and when we practiced shoot, shooting it, I was hitting dead dead center all every all all the time every time. And but when that buck came out, I shot, but only broke his front front leg. I didn't hit nothing vital. And the only way we found that deer was with was, was, was our dog. We got we got that dog from from the pound. He's been an excellent dog ever since we got him. But anyway, but anyway, we went and we seen what the gun was doing. We went and shot, shot, shot again. It was hitting dead center again. So we kept thinking it was me. But then I I shot it again one afternoon. And it was at, at, at the field we're sit, sitting by right now. And I shot it with a four-point, a big four-point, too. Just a big body. And I shot. Um, I was aiming for the, I was aiming for the, I was aiming for the back, um, for the lungs. But I hit him dead, dead center of the neck. Dropped him. Don't, don't know how. Don't know how. But I did, so that was two two bucks I killed, and then my dad said I don't think we need to shoot that three fifty legend no more. So I went back to shooting my mama's two forty three, and I sat when we were in Can Kansas. This buck was showing up at at one of our stands at like two 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 thirty, like in the middle of the day. So we went, I went and shot, sat back there while they were processing the deer I killed from Kansas. Um, I was sitting in the, um, I was sitting in the stand and that buck walked out. Right at 2, 2.30, I shot. Perfect long, long shot. Um, and he, he only ran fit, um, 40. And then my dad said, well, it ain't you, it's the gun. <laughs> so... I so I never shot. I've shot the three fifty legend since huh. since the four 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 pointer, and I shot a doe with the two forty three. Well, it wasn't a doe. It was a button buck. It looked like a doe. Um, shot 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 that deer, and then I shot another deer with three three oh eight. It was a um what was it? It was a seven-pointer. I killed, I killed, killed it on Christmas afternoon. My dad seen, see, seen it. Um, my dad seen, seen it that. Um, he hunt, he hunted, hunted in the morning on um, Christmas Eve morning, and I sat Christmas Eve afternoon. That seven-point walked out, and I shot. Oh, got him. <laughs> <laughs> well, it got, definitely got, sounds like a great him. season there. Yeah, I shot one doe in South South Carolina. I made a pretty good, a really good shot on that doe too. You uh, do you so you guys are well stocked up on some meat then for the freezer this year? Yes, sir, we are. <laughs> do you do you enjoy eating deer meat also? Oh yes, sir. That's um, I probably like the Kansas tenderloin better, honestly. Okay. So. What uh, you know your plans for this spring, or all you might be going to hunt, and then you got Florida this coming weekend. Or what well, else you looking into? Um, Florida, obviously Kansas. 
we're going to Maine after after school. Maybe Montana, hopefully Montana. But I know we're going to Kansas, Maine, and Florida. Florida. You you like is Can Kansas becoming one of your favorite states to go to? Oh, it, it's it's my favorite favorite state to go favorite state to go to. Oh, that's awesome, man! Definitely some good hunting out there. We've had a few people on the podcast and uh, talked about Kansas, and it's definitely a a hit list for me too. That's uh that's that's pretty awesome, man. And out there in Kansas, Kansas, all the people people are nice. It's no different than back, back back home out there. Really different. And and like around right around here, there's trash trash on the road. There ain't there ain't no no trash out there on the road. Oh man, they taking good care of it, huh? Yes, sir, they do. <laughs> that definitely sounds alluring for sure. Kudos to you, Kansas. Good job representing your state. You've got the youth coming out there now. <laughs> well, hopefully, man, um, hopefully you, you do well this this uh, this uh, season with all these trips. Yeah, I hope so, too. <laughs> and then for calling contest, you know, if you got any more planned for the rest of this year, what all y'all have scheduled? Yeah. For calling contest? Yeah. Well, I know we're going to World. That's in Alabama, um, Mobile, Alabama. That's in June. But so far, that's the only one that I know, know, know of. Until and tell them how you did there last year. Oh, um, I won World last year in Alabama. Oh wow, man! So are you pretty excited to be to be moving up to to juniors for what would it be for next year? Um, yes, sir. Um. I'm kind of excited. <laughs> I still want to be in Pulse. <laughs> I'm moving up to Junior, so. Hey, just like your dad said, though, you're just going to keep pushing yourself. And, and I tell you what, you keep pushing yourself. And especially when those moments are, you know, you want to give up and it's the worst. I mean, those are the ones you'll look back on just like you look back on now. You know, and, and you can say that, you know, you appreciate it more after it happens. It's not so much fun when it's happening then and there. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So, Gavin, I really appreciate having you on here. Um, we definitely will get you back on, but we can get you back on next season. And and uh, we're we're anxious to see how your, your junior uh, season goes, but definitely stay in touch uh, through Grant, and, and we'd love to love to have you back on and um, and talk a little bit more about about turkey hunting um, and uh, obviously calling contests. But I guess a question I have for you here, and, and we'll kind of wrap wrap this episode up is, um, you know, if if someone your age wants to get into calling. Where would be a good place for them to start? They want to start doing competitions. Um, local contest. You can go on. You can go go on like Instagram and see where where contests will be, what time they start, and all that. Because, um, I went to my first contest. I can't remember where. I think it was in South, 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 South Carolina when they had South and South Carolina contest. They quit the South Carolina contest about three, three years ago. I don't know why they did but anyway. But I, I, I would start a local contest, um, contest no more than 10, 10 hours away. But like us, we're going to, um, we're hopefully we're going to Louisiana, the Louisiana contest this year. That's a little far farther away. So, anyway, 
But yeah, I'd start start at local local contest. If we went to Georgia, Georgia twice already in the past month to go call call there. And then kind of go off that. Someone your age never been hunting and looking to go hunting. Tell um, what does hunting mean to you, and how would you recommend somebody starts? Hunting me means means pretty much like listen to the rules. Don't kill no more than you're supposed to. Um. Follow the rules and regs. And if you're trying to get into hunt, hunting for the first, um, I wouldn't go out there and buy like a Benelli. Cause that's too, that's too much just to start. Just go out there, buy not an expensive gun, but you can buy, buy like a Mossberg or whether it be TriStar, any, any of them guns. Cause they're not as expensive as Benelli or Beretta. Start out by that. You can go anywhere to get get you like a tur- turkey chair, get a turkey chair, turkey vest, some calls. And if you're a mouth caller, box caller, pot caller, you can you can take take them calls with you, or you can take all three of them like like I do. Eat and just go. Just do it. You gotta go, go go out there and experience it first before before you want to start it. You just gotta love it. That's that's great. That's uh that's great advice there. And you know what? I'm uh, I'm glad to have you on for for a lot of reasons. I wanted to hear your perspective on on the calling. Um, that's not something I'm I'm widely versed in. Obviously, I I know about it, but I don't know a ton about it. So I've definitely learned a lot. Um, about it through you here today but um, you know just seeing the youth that's one thing that you know a lot of us adults always talk about is you know what direction is is turkey hunting going for the youth you know uh, most of us um, you know the hardcore turkey hunters most of them are, are trying to get the future so that you have turkeys to hunt and then that's been a big a big uh, fight for for a long time and, and there was a time where there wasn't a lot of turkeys to hunt especially during our you know grandparents time um, and, and then obviously it's, it's grown so much since then. And, um, you know, it's great to see someone in the youth like you representing hunting and, and the culture of it. Um, you know, when we had asked you, what's your favorite part, you know, to a lot of people, it might be a hundred different things and yours was getting to know people, you know, to, to us, especially here at service side, that's what hunting's all about. It's that tra- tradition, that culture, that community, that camaraderie. Um, like we said, the kills are nice. The championships are nice. The checks are nice. All that stuff's really great, but, you know, nothing compares to, you know, to the community of hunting and, and the getting to know different people and, and the, the networking that you can do, you know, like you're coming to Florida this weekend. Um, you know, if you never would have went to that, that competition, you know, maybe you would have went there eventually, uh, maybe you would have came back here again or, you know, what have you, but, um, I definitely love to see the state of, of turkey hunting. I hope you stick with it, and I hope we can ha- definitely have you on again. Maybe we can get you on uh, next season. Sounds good. All right. Grant, did you have anything, my friend? Uh, I think that's covered it all. just want to thank Gavin for taking the time to come on and spend some time this afternoon out of school to talk to us today. 
Yeah, Gavin, we definitely appreciate it. And, uh, you know, I know you got a couple titles here, but we're going to add another one to the mix. First, youngest uh, podcast guest we've had on on uh, HuntLink Hunt Link by Serviceside here. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, you guys are listening to HuntLink by Serviceside, and we'll see you on the next one.